Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He's like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler in the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does. That? D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. 106 in Edmonton. Welcome back. Second hour of Oilers now brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We're going to head straight off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and we are pleased to be joined by a guy who's had uh, two stops in Edmonton during his career. Who knows? One day he may be an oiler again. You never know. But he is back with the Detroit Red Wings. He got a one-year contract extension. We welcome back to the show. Very popular fan for Oiler, or very popular player for Oilers fans. Sam Gagne. Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Uh, there's an old saying. Play as long as you can. How excited were you? And I, I don't know if your dad ever gave you that uh, advice, but uh, uh, how excited are you to uh, to be back with Detroit for the upcoming season? Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Um, you know, like you said, I, I, I want to extend my career as long as I can go. Uh, I still feel like I have a lot left in the tank. And um, just in talks with Detroit, they felt there was an opportunity for the, there for me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the challenge ahead. Uh, look, you broke in with huge fanfare uh, with the Oilers after you were drafted the first round back in uh, 2007, six overall, made the team right away in 07, 08. Uh, were there some older veteran guys that, you know, looking back, you now maybe have a better uh, ability to kind of identify with that, uh, you know, helped you in your journey early in your career and that maybe you've learned some of those lessons that you can impart on some of Detroit's younger players? Oh, absolutely. I think, I mean, one of those guys is in Detroit now in, in uh, front office role, and Sean Horkoff, um, you know, he was always a, a great leader who, who showed um, guys the way to work. I think he was more of a guy that um, just came to the rink every day and prepared himself the best he, best he could. And, and you look at what he did in his career from, you know, working his way up from a fourth-line role to a first-line role and then 
kind of all over the place and, um, you know, had a fantastic career and, and did it all through uh, determination and work ethic. And, um, you know, for myself, uh, uh, I'm hoping to kind of impart that same same thing in Detroit with some of the younger guys. I mean, I feel like I've been through a lot of adversity in my career, um, been knocked down a few times, and, um, you know, I just want to keep pushing forward and, um you know, keep getting better. I think, um, you know, that adversity has helped me a lot along the way. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can and help some of the young guys there uh, with some of that as well. Sam, you played 844 games in the NHL. And, you're, you know, you're 30. It's not like you're old. You're 31. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, you've played, mm-hmm. ho- you played a lot of hockey. You've played a lot of hockey. You've been at this uh, for a while. Uh, your father obviously had an extensive NHL career. His his route to the NHL, it didn't happen as quickly for him. But how much does it help having a guy like that, uh, be, being your dad, uh, in terms of, go, you know, assisting in you riding those ups and downs in your journey? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think um, he's he's a great case study for me. It's, it's you know, he, he went through a lot of adversity in his career as well. And, you know, I think for for myself, it's just, you know, whenever that adversity does hit, um, it, it's he's a great person to talk to. And, and, you know, his kind of advice has always been it's always worth it, you know, to, to put in the work and to feel good about, um, you know, what you're doing. You know, there's a lot of things that aren't really in your control. But if you control what you're doing, um, you always feel good about uh, uh, what you put into it uh, at the end of the day. So that, that's kind of been my mindset. Um, like you said, I, I'm, I'm still only 31. I still feel like I, I have a lot of hockey left. I have a lot to give, and I'm going to keep going as long as I can. They've got a trio, Sam, of some pretty good forwards, and they're sort of early to mid-20s, Dylan Larkin, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, Anthony Mantha. Uh, was it weird going? I mean, you go, you came to Edmonton during a tough time, and you had a chance to jumpstart your career with the Oilers again, and then you get moved from an Oilers team that took a huge step forward to Detroit that went through kind. Of, they were going through a real tough year, but did your experience from Edmonton a couple of years ago maybe show you that hey, you know, new season, things can turn around, you can get going? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I you know, I've, I think. Over my course of my career, I, I, I'm tr- I do a better job now of not really trying to compare situations, trying to compare year to year. You know, every year has its new challenges, um, and it's just one of those things. You have to you have to come in as pre- prepared as you can. Uh, yeah, I, I like to think that I'm a lot mentally stronger, and uh, having gone through some of the things I've gone through have really helped me in, in those situations. And um, you know, from a personal standpoint, uh, I'm, I'm going to go into this year as prepared as I can and, and try and help that group. I mean, like you said, there's some um, some really good young talent, and you, you never really know what can happen. Um, you just put your best foot forward and, and, and see what happens. Uh, Sam, Andrew Cogliano was your line, line mate on that kid line back uh, towards the end of 2007-08 and then again in 08-09. How closely have you followed uh, the Stanley Cup final and uh, and Andrew's playoff run? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for him. Uh, you know, they have a really uh, veteran group there in Dallas that is really not uh, giving in. Uh, every time they seem to have their backs against the wall, they keep going. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Obviously, Tampa has a ton of skill. Um, they 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 play out, you know, a really um, fun style of game that uh, really enjoyable to watch. And um, you know, they're hard on pucks, and uh, it's it's been it's been fun hockey. Um, I think 
you know, when you look at uh, what the league is like coming out of this, this um, you know, everything that's gone on, you're going into a bubble. I think from the league standpoint, uh, the hockey's been fantastic. Uh, you couldn't really have expected anything better, and um, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Sam Gagne joining us on Oilers now. Bob Stauffer with you. Sam spent parts of nine seasons with the Edmonton Oilers. You have empathy. I mean, look, you're a family guy. Uh, your your wife has, has got her own career, her own identity uh, as a doctor. And you guys, uh, you know, I I know you have an appreciate. You got kids. You have you have some appreciation for the challenges that are there for the guys in the bubble that maybe don't have their families with them right now, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. That's hard. Uh, you know, I just know from from even being traded this year, uh, it was a short amount of time being away from my family, but uh, it does wear on you. Um, you know, the year I spent in the minors away from my family, uh, it, it's really hard. I think um, the, it, the having this time uh, with my family, uh, you know, it's obviously not in the best of circumstances, but it gives you a great appreciation for when you do get the time and uh, you want to make the most of it. So you certainly do feel for the guys that are in the bubble from a family standpoint, you know, at the same time, um, you know, they have a chance to play for the Stanley cup and uh, you know, that that's a, it brings its own level of excitement that uh, I'm sure those guys are really enjoying. And uh, you know, whatever ends up happening, I think um, it's been great hockey and uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. The NHL that you played in last year, Sam, does it even resemble the league you broke into back in 07-08? Or is the game completely moved in a, a different direction? Well, I think I think it's changed. Um, yeah, I, I think there, you know, there's more depth. Um, most teams, most of the good teams have, you know, four lines that, that contribute. And they have 60 that contribute. And um, I, I think... You know, it's in that sense. You're, you're there's not as many matchup discrepancies as there was when I, when I maybe came into the into the league. But um, you know, the pace is pace is higher as well. I think uh, that that's everyone that something that everyone always talks about is how fast it is. But you know, there there's you look at you know Joel Pavelski, Corey Perry making big plays in the Stanley Cup final. I think. Um, th- those guys, uh, th- they get it done with smarts. And, you know, there's a lot of good players in this league um, that have a lot of success. And, uh, you know, as a fan, I think it's a really good time to be a fan of the game. Um, you're, you're, you're watching some really good hockey, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something you got to appreciate. Is there a greater emphasis on skill than ever before, Sam? I mean, there was, the Oilers went through a window, and you were one of those smaller guys the Oilers drafted, but they seem to emphasize size a lot. And, I mean, we're watching Braden Point, and he's dominant for Tampa. And I think it's going to affect drafts in the future. I think um, not that it's easier for a smaller player to play today, but there is maybe a more open-minded approach from NHL organizations. For sure. I mean, yeah, like you said, uh, he, he's been unbelievable to watch. Um He's one of those guys that uh, he makes plays every time he gets the puck. Um, he kind of just darts into open areas and, and uh, creates a lot of space for his linemates and and for you know defensive pairings. Um, you know, it's just he, he's a really hard. And then when you put him with Kucherov and and Palat on that line, it's uh, yeah, like you said. Um, you, you know, you look at that line. Um, they're all drafted out outside of the first round. They're homegrown talents from Tampa, but they they've emphasized skill and. Uh, it's um, it's something that, uh, like you said, it, it might be a, an emphasis of the draft going forward. Um, but you know, I think 
uh, hockey's in a great place. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch for fans, and um, you know. But I, I think you need all different types of players to have success. Uh, you know, Tampa's added some some different dimensions to their to their team, and um, it's just you know I, I think if you can win win games in a lot of different ways, it, it certainly helps your chances because you know there's a lot of different matchups that you can run into in the playoffs, and you got to be able to do it in different ways. Sam, Detroit was one of the seven teams that did not return to play. Uh, there's been a suggestion that maybe those teams be given an extended training camp. Now, as a rule of thumb, veterans often don't like training camp that much. Where would your headspace, yeah. where would your headspace be back be at if uh, Detroit and Ottawa and uh, teams like that were given <laughs> an extra yeah, an no, extra couple um, of weeks? Uh, yeah, I'm of the mind that they should keep shortening and shortening training camp and let's just get going to playing hockey. But I uh, know I do understand it. I think, uh, you know, we've had a long time off. I, I've tried to approach this uh, to to give myself the best chance by, you know, I, I've had a, a try to break it up into almost three different off seasons where um, I'm working really hard right now. And then I'll take another break uh, once we figure out kind of what the schedule is and and then get going into kind of a regular off season um, where I'm uh, just preparing for the season ahead. So uh, it, it's definitely been a challenge for, for guys that haven't been through this. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those, you know, for myself, I look at it as a great opportunity to get my, get my mind right, get my, get my body right, uh, spend some time with family. Uh, and I feel like I'm going to come out uh, ahead because of that. I'm uh, just judging from my text line here. You got a lot of fans here at Edmonton, Sam. They're pulling for you. Congrats on getting another contract, and we'll touch base down the road. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate the time. You bet. That is Sam Gagne, uh, who, as I mentioned, uh, spent parts of nine seasons with the Edmonton Oilers. His best year, ironically, uh, may have been with the Columbus Blue Jackets in 16-17 when he had 18 goals and 50 points, went plus 10, was a big part of their power play that year in 81 games. Uh, he had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five uh, 40-plus point seasons with the Oilers, uh, was here during some challenging times for Edmonton. And uh, returned to the Oilers a couple of years ago in a trade uh, for Ryan Spooner uh, when Spooner was down playing in the American Hockey League. And, of course, uh, was moved as part of the Athens U uh, acquisition by Edmonton at the trade deadline this year. And I, I have a feeling, see, it's, it's funny how uh, we talked started talking about Sean Horkoff. Um, and Sean is now in a development role for the Detroit Red Wings. It's my belief Sam Gagne would be exceptional in that role in a couple of years of time. He has a real appreciation, love, and passion for the game. And there have been some ups and downs along the way that could certainly be. This is why Steve Smith's also a good coach, because Steve overcame a significant challenge in part because of how great his teammates were at that time as well but it it, it you know it helped them understand and have patience uh with young defensemen and uh you know we coach and teach differently today uh than we did maybe 30 40 years ago and i say that on the show every day and uh, every day i look in the mirror and say uh how can i be a better parent <laughs> <laughs> and most of you probably can relate to that. All right, let's get off. Uh, we'll take a quick time out here, 120 uh, in Edmonton. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, to Ryan Bailey uh, from Hockey Helps the Homeless. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in orders now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 
right, uh, welcome back, everybody. 121 in Edmonton. This has been a challenging time of year, uh, and I, I think we all know this right now. Economies uh, out there has taken a little bit of hit, and uh, that tends to affect uh, charitable organizations, charity events, those sort of things. Uh, Hockey Helps the Homeless is a... Uh, Real important charity that a lot of different people in town are involved with. We've had Robin Brownlee on uh, about this in the past, a guy that used to work on my show a number of years ago, and to talk uh, about a couple of events that are taking place wrapping up here shortly. The Executive Director of Hockey Helps the Homeless, we welcome back to the show, Ryan Bailey. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Very good, Bob. Thanks. Thanks very much for having me. All right. Uh, tell yeah, absolutely. Tell us. Tell us what you guys. Uh, uh, you know, you would do. You guys have done. Uh, maybe educate the listeners on the sort of events you did with players uh, and former players in the past to assist hockey helps the homeless and how you've had to maybe change that because of the challenges we have with COVID. Yeah, absolutely. So in Edmonton and, and many major cities across the country, about fifteen. We host Pro-Am Charity Hockey Tournaments. So along with your Edmonton Oilers and the Oilers Alumni Association, players get a chance to dress and, uh, and be a pro for the day. And so with COVID, our program has certainly taken a hit, but 100% of what we raise uh, stays local to support Jasper Place and the Mustard Seed. And their needs, their uh, costs, continue to rise through COVID. And so we've decided to go virtual or reimagined, I prefer the term, uh, through this really challenging time to ensure that we're continuing to support them. All right. And the, I guess uh, you spearheaded something called the Canada Life Cup. Is that correct? What is that exactly? That's right. So Canada Life is our national founding sponsor, the insurance uh, company, and they are a wonderful partner of ours. So we've decided to name our virtual program uh, in their name, and it encourages our players. We had a number of registered players, about 250, to continue their fundraising efforts. And anybody, for that matter, who is listening to me today that says, hey, I'd love to get involved, I'd love to make a donation or fundraise myself, we have a list of really nice gifting or prizing that we uh, we will provide when you hit certain fundraising thresholds, hockey gear, golf gear, home goods, all sorts of things. And so it's just our way of saying thank you for those that continue to fundraise in support of those two wonderful organizations. And our goal is to give away $150,000 with no live event. And we are, we're nearing that goal uh, as we near the finish line to our tournament, which is September 30th. All right. Uh, how do people get involved with us? What's the website and that sort of thing? Yeah, hockeyhelpsthehomeless.com, and you'll see a link for tournaments. Click that, and you'll find the Edmonton event, and you can register and donate there. Ryan, just as an aside, are you related to Tyson Bailey? Did I ask you this before? You you may have. Uh, no, I'm not. Not that I know of. Maybe I okay. should look into that. Well, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he played for the Kelowna Rockets. He was with Drysaddle in 2014-15. I think that was it was either that year or the next year. He had 43 goals, and 95 points, finished up at the University of Alberta. Well, it's great having you on. Uh, we wish you the best of luck with this. It's a, uh, the the two charities again that are affected here locally that uh, benefit from hockey helps the homeless. Yeah, Jasper Place and the Mustard Seed. Super stuff, Ryan. As always, we appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Take care. You bet. That is Ryan Bailey from Hockey Helps the Homeless. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Do you want to mention there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. 
Outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Employee pricing now on through the end of September. They got three guys that I know that are uh, Oilers uh, supporters out there. Uh, Brent Ridge Ford in uh, Wetaskiwin. I'm not going to give you the names of the guys that love the Flames. So, so it's okay. You can like the Flames. But Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, they'll lend a hand. You can reach them at one 477 3673 or go online at brentridge.com. Uh, Sam Gagne, just getting texts uh, from people. What a, what a classy... Um, what a what a classic guy to deal with, no question about that. Uh, this text comes in from the Haas. He says, "Bob, I fully expect the Edmonton Oilers to be based in the U.S. for the upcoming season." Uh, I would be surprised by that. I, I like the con- I mean, given the fact that they came to Canada for the bubble uh, and the challenges the United States currently has with COVID. I would be surprised if Canadian teams, and I get it, you're thinking of the Toronto Blue Jays scenario, or for that matter, to a lesser extent, because the NBA was in a bubble, but the Blue Jays scenario where, and that's, you know, college football, NFL football, Major League Baseball, that's kind of what the NHL is looking at right now. Uh, I do think that we could have a closed border for a while, maybe into, who knows, maybe into January, maybe even into March, but... I would think that the NHL would look at the option of having a Canadian division. That would be my own personal perception. Doesn't matter if, uh, uh, you know, that's one guy's opinion. We'll wait and see on that front. Uh, I'm not an Oilers fan, but I've been a longtime fan of Sam Gagne. Really started to join him and follow him during the 6 7 playoffs versus the Sioux Greyhounds. <laughs> Uh, got his autograph in the NHL season opener in 2008 against my favorite team, the Avalanche. Uh, Sam was an awesome guy. Well, there you go. Colorado, I, uh, the Oilers in 08-09, uh, that was Mac T's last year. I thought they had a decent start to that season. I know in 9-10 and Pat Quinn, uh, who has since passed away, Pat Quinn, uh, Quinn's uh, one and only year. I think the team started the year 6-2 and two that season. Uh, and the gremlins creep back into the 6.30 Ched Studios. It appears that we've lost Bob again, but uh, we are right up against a news break anyway. So let's do this. We'll throw it to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We'll get Bob back. And when we do return after the 1.30 news here on Chet, we'll be joined by Inside Sports' Reed Wilkins. Brendan Escott, Bob Stoffer with you. We're off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.